If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like their Ginger Lime Mule and Grapefruit Paloma, which happen to be my favorites. You can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% of the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash autocallMAFS. You guys know I don't drink very much. So Recess is a great substitute while everybody else imbibes. It's a lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like uplifting guayusa and stress-balancing adaptogens. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallMAFS so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Ladies, you know that vicious week before your period where you feel like you want to crawl out of your skin, you feel a little bit down or off, and those cravings when you feel like you can eat anything in sight? Well, there's a solution for that. Now it's easier to manage your PMS with estrogen control. You have to try Hormone Harmony. Happy Mammoth, the company that created Hormone Harmony, is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality. And it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code ALTERCALLMAFS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S for 15% off today. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, and this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, Aid. Hi, Tane. How you doing? I'm okay. Hopefully my voice sounds good. You sound much better. <laughs> okay. Thank goodness. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know what we're talking about, you know, you already know that Aid suffers from allergies every now and then. Well, was it an allergy or a cold this time? I have no idea. I'm you just saying decide. allergy. <laughs> so, you know, so every now and then she's a little bit congested and we had our bonus episode and she was slightly congested, but she sounds all better. Good to hear. So. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you. I wasn't <laughs> sure. So how, how's it going? Anything exciting happened this week? In my life or with yeah. math? <laughs> Nothing exciting. Um, well, something exciting. I mean, the promotion at work, I guess, of sorts. Yes, that's exciting. Yay. That's exciting. It just means more work. But, you know, we'll focus on the money part. <laughs> uh, yes. We focus on them dollar-dollar bills, y'all. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. How about you? Anything exciting? No, nothing exciting happened this week. Sorry. That's okay. No news is good news. I, I think I left the house like one time. Oh, God. <laughs> this work from home life is a little... Uh, um, You just don't leave. You're like, what? why? Where do I need to go? I know. I actually went into the office this week. We had like this big meeting and I had to go in. And the next day I was so exhausted. I'm like, oh, my God. The interaction... Just meeting people, presenting, that was a lot of work. First of all, I had to figure out what people wear to work these days. It's been a minute. <laughs> when I had to go into the office one time, 
Like my biggest fear was like, do these pants even fit? <laughs> and they did. Thank goodness. These pants that I purchased two years ago. Do they? <laughs> oh, but yeah, I also had like a lot of stress about like, what do you bring to an office? I've forgotten. <laughs> I took my water bottle. Oh, good job. I forgot mine when I went. <laughs> oh my God. Look at the conversations we have. All right, Aid. Do we have to let the people, do we have any updates for the people? So as Tane mentioned, we did record another episode this week and it was for Patreon. It was on our previous season's top husbands and wives. And we had a lot of fun going down memory lane. So go on our Patreon and check it out. Patreon.com slash AlterCallMAFS. Yeah. And then someone sent us a message and we read it and we were like, this is such a good question. So we're going to answer the question on today's episode. And if you have a question, send it in. We might answer it. Tane, what was our question? Okay. Our question is from South Jersey Pete. Hi, South Jersey Pete. I mean, he's like one of our favorite listeners. He's always commenting and interacting with us. So thank you for that. The question was, and it's an observation that he has, is, Have we noticed that they almost always match couples that are the same level of physical attractiveness? I'm convinced that this plays a huge part in the matchmaking process. I literally think they consider, do their pictures look good together on TV? What are your thoughts and your opinion? They are very welcome. So in my opinion, they do tend to try to do an equal level of attractiveness. Mm -hmm. But sometimes the man is a smidge less attractive than the woman. And I think they consider that acceptable. I have a theory that men don't grow in attractive, like don't grow attracted to women. <laughs> like it's either there or it's not at first sight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And women aren't like that. So I think they think it's acceptable to have like a little bit less of attractive man or a man, like they never have fat women ever. <laughs> ever. <laughs> um, but they will have a little chunkier dude. That is true. So, yeah, that is true. So am I putting you on the spot if I ask who you think is a couple where the man was a smidge less attractive? AJ and Stephanie. Ah, I don't even know why I screamed like that. But the reason why I'm saying that is, first of all, I don't agree. But I also think AJ got finer. Like right now, he's the more attractive one. I don't know what he did, but I look at AJ and I'm like, okay. No. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. I mean, I don't watch couples cam. Maybe he's had a glow up, but I catch snippets here and there. He looks like the same old AJ to me. I I'm, I'm not saying he's unattractive. I just yeah. think, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I disagree on all fronts. I think he's more attractive than Stephanie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stephanie. Um, yeah. Okay. I think that I have nothing else to add. I think I agree with you. I was actually racking my brain thinking of other couples and just thinking, huh. We're, you know, what disproves this, but I actually agree with you, Sajra's Pete. I think, I don't know how much effort they put into what would the pictures look like, because I just rebel against giving anything about maps and the people involved credit. I just, you know, I just think they throw darts on the wall and hope something sticks, but yeah. And this is a little bit related, but kind of not. It has only been since last season that they would do different shades. And I said shades for a specific reason, not races, because there's a difference. 
But like like Michaela and Zach are both black, but she is considerably lighter than him. They never did that before last season. Would you think Miles and Karen are the same shade? Karen's like a little bit lighter, but not much. Yeah, yeah but not much. But yeah, that's true. Because Deanna and Greg, Keith and Christine. I know you said it wasn't race, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only examples that came to mind. But yeah. Oh, I mean, when I say shade, I'm only counting like non-white people. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I will say this. Maybe it's my eyes, but like I would never notice the different shades of white people. Yes, you would. I think Bobby and Danielle are the same shade of pale. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to be rude, so I hope no one takes it. But I, like when you said that, I say thinking and Anthony and Ashley are the same shade. And, you know, AJ and Stephanie are the same shade of tan. They get the same. So, I mean, you might be on something here. I will freely say that I never, I only observed this with, like, I was only looking for this with the black couples. <laughs> but I'm so glad that you have your eyes out. You're welcome. I got you, Aid. But anyway, uh, South Jersey Pete, I hope we answered your question. If we didn't, send part B and then we'll answer that question. But like Aid said, if any of you have any questions, we'll be happy to answer it. Feel free to send it to us on Twitter, um, on Instagram, or you can send us an email. Also call MAFS at Gmail. All right. So, Tane, what's going on on the socials? You know, I'm almost tempted to just talk about the two big things that happened, but I'll just throw in a little sprinkles of other things that happened on social media. But I will start with Chris, Chris, good old Chris. <laughs> Chris. Chris just came out this week. He wasn't getting enough attention. And he had to tell everybody that he just found out that Mercedes was lying about being pregnant. Chris went into detail talking about how, you know, in the hospital he cried and, you know, he didn't really look at the reports and he just, you know, took her word for it. And he just went on and on. I felt uncomfortable. It was just way too much information for any of us to know. And Mercedes responded by saying, like, she's not even going to pay attention or pay no mind to someone who has mental health issues. Um, Chris also posted a marriage license. I don't know what that means. I think things got deleted because I was trying to keep up for y'all. I tried y'all, but things were not happening. At some point I thought, are we blocked? I don't know. But I think he was deleting stuff. Then he posted a picture of himself and Paige. And then he said posting texts from Pastor Dwight saying, don't leave Paige. Cause he's saying like a lot of the decisions that he made was based on Mercedes being pregnant and all. It, it was a lot. It was a lot. <laughs> it was very annoying. He has a real need for attention. I just don't know how else to explain all of that nonsense. Like, if you broke up with Mercedes, then couldn't you do it quietly? And I yeah. also feel like he and Mercedes broke up a long time ago, so I don't really know where all of this came from. And then the ultimate question is, even if you just found out, you're not on the show anymore, you don't owe us anything, why do you think you have to tell us? He is dying to stay relevant. <laughs> that is why he comments on things that are none of his business. He posts his little red flags from the other time. He is dying for attention. Oh, just gross. I mean, Jake got in. Jake in and just put in and put a picture. Or was it a meme about, you know, we got to ask for Maury to find out who's the father, which I thought was tasteless, but last yeah. season was trash. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> God. All of them. Ew. So, More trash than yeah. DC. <laughs> yes. 
the DC was just what was DC's problem? Have we ever diagnosed DC? DC just had the <laughs> wackest people. They're just lame. These ones are just lamer. <laughs> I don't say the dc people are vindictive i will say these are, are vindictive like so far we've seen virginia just go at it we've seen jake go at it we've seen Haley like just being you know getting at jay and dc they were you know messy but i don't maybe because we weren't on like checking for them on the socials but i didn't see any follow-ups were there well i mean there was the restraining order and I have a feeling that if I, I don't know what the social media following was like back then, but I feel like they would have if they had had the following. Like specifically Brandon yeah. and Taylor, I think they would have been equally as messy. I don't know. Based on what I see of her in social media right now, she seems like the high road type person. But maybe that's just me. Like the only person I can think of that was really messy was like Katie. Oh, she so. was messy on socials, though. She went on Reddit. <laughs> um, <laughs> Why do they love Reddit so much? Uh, people on the show like to go on Reddit. So, so far, <laughs> Bao, like, but they, like, most of them identify themselves. Bao has identified herself and commented a couple things. Ryan has identified himself. He and Bao actually went, like, back and forth. Um, not, like, drama-ish. But, uh, who, yeah. And then our latest, Johnny. Speaking of Reddit, Aid, that is your playground. So I'm gonna let you do this one. Tell the people. This is something that people on this show do, and maybe people on other shows do this, but I don't hang out on their Reddits as much. <laughs> Johnny identified himself on Reddit accidentally. He was defending himself from being called something and then messed up and was like, you called me A or something like that. And they were like, hi, it's Johnny. <laughs> and that person went back and like looked at all the posts and that man is not well. Um... Most of them have actually been deleted now, but I got to read like he had ha he had at least a hundred comments where he went in and tried if he had just tried to defend himself, that would have been one thing. But he went in and really tried to like bring down Bao at the same time. Mm. Um, and some of his accusations were because it's Johnny, I mean they were just mean. So like he accused her of being a liar, and one of his examples was she lied about where she lived. It's like, wow. Wow, Johnny. Um, he accused her of like, she's a faker because he loves to call her fake and that she practices things before she goes places. And I'm like, okay, so she has a little bit of social anxiety when meeting new people. <laughs> Maybe I identified so, with that one. Just like fun fact, like if I'm going to get to a new social situation, I, I do practice conversations in my head, just not out loud. And then I don't use them <laughs> or anything, but I think it's just like a way to steal myself to be social. So I was like, that's not that weird. <laughs> Like, like like I said, Johnny just hates Bao so much that it doesn't matter what she does. He's going to spin it negatively. He could watch her breathe and say, oh, before she breathes, she goes out in instead of in out. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> He's going to find a way to spin it negatively, not knowing that he looks like an idiot. I think also the thing with Reddit is like gambling. They just don't know when to stop. Defend Johnny and just be like, oh, at the end of the day, I don't know these people and get out. But no, he was going on and on and on. And I mean, you're bound to get caught. So he was writing. That's the other thing. He was writing these like huge paragraphs, multiple paragraph posts, bashing Bao, defending himself. Like 
I thought Johnny was pretty screwed up, like based on watching him on TV. But those Reddit posts, I'm like, you really are not well. You are not handling. Maybe you were always like this, or you're just not handling reality TV fame very well. But this is really effed up thing to do. Who do you think is worse, Johnny or Chris? Oh, that's a hard one. I could never. <laughs> I could never. Ask me. Maybe after, like, I don't know, after the reunion, maybe I'll try again to, like, assess. When Katie went on Reddit, it was very funny because she ended up outing herself because her friend's roommate, she took away the Hulu password. So he went on there to, like, trash her for taking the Hulu password and she rightfully got on to defend herself from that, but then it was revealed, like, hey, this person has, like, commented anonymously a bunch of places defending Katie. Mm-mm. It's so funny when people do it. It's so funny. I'm glad you think it's... I just think it's embarrassing. I'm just like, is this my... Would, how is this, How would this be somebody's life? And you're just there, behind the keys, just rattling away, defending your... Oh, my God. I just wish people would remember that you're married at first sight. Time in the sun is very limited. Um, so I think people really get into their heads about defending their reputation. But I promise you, like six months from now, we're not going to be talking about Johnny. We'll, we'll be moved on to whoever the next couples are. And as will the rest <laughs> of the Internet. No mm-hmm. one will be making posts about you past, you know, really past your decision day. So just let it go. Again. The way maps work, it only works when you're in a successful couple. You're not. You're an asshole. So <laughs> is what it is. So yeah, those were really the two big things. The other sprinklings here and there, we've talked about Jamie moving um, in an RV. Um, I think she finally decided on an RV and they've moved now. But um, I mentioned it in our Patreon probably, but someone posted like, why are you saying you're doing this for your family, but you're linking, you know, links to RVs. And, you know, she responded to a post saying that she's bringing stability to her kids. But, you know, they've moved now. Um, If there's any update, I'll let you guys know next week. Um, Courtney from season one finally had her baby. I get annoyed at people who pregnancy watch and always say, man, this celeb has been pregnant for so long. But I honestly felt this way about Courtney. I feel like I've been (laughs) saying she's pregnant for a long time but she finally had her baby and mommy and baby are doing very well and we had a listener send this to us but it was just like a little uh cross reality show kelly from love is blind if you remember her i think she was with kenny was answering questions or doing like a little tiktok thing and she mentioned that she joined love is blind because she was submitted for married at first sight by her former boyfriend I mean, she said BF, so I'm assuming boyfriend, not either way, boyfriend, best friend, former just makes it weird because why is your former boyfriend submitting you or why is your best friend your former best friend? But that's how she, she didn't make the cut and she ended up with love is blind, but I can totally see Kelly on Married at First Sight. Maybe she can try that next. Ah, maybe she can. And finally... Where is Haley this week? She's in Seattle. I'm actually jealous of Haley. I probably say that every week, but I am. (laughs) Like, she doesn't disappoint. I'm just like, oh, I'm sure she's resting this week. And I look and I'm like, nope, she's not. Keep it going, girl. But yeah, that's all I got for social media this week. All right, guys. Time to go on this wild ride of an episode. 
I enjoyed it immensely. You, Tane? Man, I enjoyed it immensely. By the last 30 minutes, my head was spinning like the exorcist. I was like, what the, what, this is, nah. I put the, you know, I put the tweet out there. Was it on Instagram where I was like, has everyone recovered? Because that's recovery. Wow. Good job this season. Oh, it was. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there. Oh, we start out peacefully and calmly with everybody packing to go to the ranch. Brett is telling us that she's heard we're going to the ranch and she doesn't know what to bring to the ranch. Shocker. Ryan is all head up because he's like, going back to my roots. <laughs> Honestly, I think Brett is doing the most with this ranch thing. I don't know if it's just me. Like, like relax. Like, no one's <laughs> asking you to, you know. But then they did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn tells us that she left the ranch, which was news, I'm sure, to everybody. I could have sworn <laughs> I saw, like, Louis Vuitton luggage when she was packing. Yeah. When they walked in, that's what she walked in with, Louis Vuitton luggage. Okay, to the go to the ranch. Uh, Bow tells us that she and Johnny aren't doing well and it's disappointing. She says that they need to see where they are. She says she's excited to reconnect with the other couples, but she's not excited about reconnecting with Johnny. <laughs> Zach says that Michaela moved out, but that they've resolved the situation. So we see him call her to see where she is. She says she's 10 minutes away. She was held up by something or other. And he says to us that he wants an apology. She did it to hurt me and that she's sorry. That's what he wants. I had never noticed that they had a piano in their apartment. Did you? <laughs> Until this episode when he was sitting there at the piano, I was like, wait, you guys have a piano? I don't think I ever noticed. The first and only time I saw a piano was in an intro package. Renaissance man and all. I haven't seen that, but you know. I wonder if he brought it or if they put it in there for him so he could play her the piano, which I don't know if that ever happened. <laughs> That's a heck of a lot of effort. Who knows? They need all the help they can get. Um, <laughs> Michaela shows up, and to me, there was a very much a vibe of fulfilling our contractual obligations. <laughs> that is so funny because I have a note. I said the thing about this show is that somehow the couples are more committed to their contract than their spouses because it's so weird seeing two people who borderline hate each other going through the motions for just for their obligation. <laughs> you know, Haley and Jacob last year, I appreciated that they drove to the couple's retreat separately because they knew they were done. Like, and, listen. <laughs> and as we learned from Zach and Michaela, they should have done the same thing. They should have done the same. But they like lying to each other. Oh, they do. <laughs> oh. Um, we don't really see Jose and Rachel, maybe for a second. So everybody's got a car, a camera car, a car camera, something like that. Something that records them while they're driving. So Johnny asks Bao if she enjoys road trips. And she says something about depending on who she's with, which I was like, so not with this one. Okay. <laughs> Jose and Rachel talk about cats and something three years and then he just keeps talking and then she realizes that he does listen because he remembers the three years Brett and Ryan are here to provide us entertainment so Brett says last night was interesting with your sister and she talks about the perception of them at the beginning and the honeymoon versus now and she asks him how did we get from there to here 
And Brett repeats the stuff about distraction and maybe somebody from the past. And I felt like this was Brett finally asking the hard questions. Yes, this is a Brett fan asking the right questions. I was taken aback by the way Ryan didn't even flinch when she mentioned that his sister hinted there might be someone from the past. I was half expecting what? Why would you say like that's so random? He didn't even move. <laughs> and I was like, okay. It is very difficult to judge. Did he not react because it was like so out of the realm of possibility, or did he not react because he's like, wait, I'm caught. Let me let me don't let me don't do it. I actually think it's more the former than the latter. Yeah. Which is even worse because indifference is worse than love or hate. It's just like, I don't care. Is it decision day already? <laughs> Stop <laughs> mentioning, even if it is. <laughs> Ryan's, but Ryan's question is actually, so how did that come up? <laughs> and Brett tells him, well, it wasn't definitive. She was just interpreting your action and wondering if that's what it is. And uh, Brett says that they're not having the best time communicating. And she said, there's a lot of things that other people know that I don't know. And he gets a little defensive. Mm-hmm. Um, she says, I heard you were going to tell me that we were just going to have this conversation and we were just going to be friends. And Ryan's like, huh? Which is understandable because he is being accused of something. And this time I expect that I actually think that one is true. And his excuse, which I feel like has sort of been his stance the whole time, is (laughs) I feel like it could be best summed up as, haven't I been showing you this whole time that I don't like you that much? Why do I have to say it? (laughs) Because you're not going to be a coward. Open your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Which I I was actually blown away by that. Like, haven't I shown you enough that I don't like you? Why do I have to say it? Can you? I just cannot. (sighs) So Michaela and Zach, on their way to the retreat, get their own special little stop to resolve some of their issues before they have to be around other people. So Michaela says that she talked to his bro- to her sisters and his brothers. I'm like, I don't understand why they're having sibling chats. Um, I think that dynamic is super interesting. She has two sisters. He has two brothers. But... I just, I I don't understand it at all. I don't either. So she says she's at a better place. You know, having her own space in her own apartment, she didn't know how much she needed it. But their situation is unhealthy and going home makes her feel better. (laughs) One thing about Zach, though, Zach never lets anything go. He will ask you a follow-up question. (laughs) I'm in a better place. He's like, how? What exactly do you mean by better place? Because I think he thinks it's, he feels incredulous. Like, how can you be in a better place? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I, I'm, okay. I can't just be sighing through this. So I have to like, <laughs> just move on. So she lies. Um, and by the way, like, I thought she was lying before we even got to the end of the episode. But what she said was, she can pinpoint what triggers her and she's able to hash out how she got there and try to figure out how they can talk to each other. And Zach asks if the communication issue is something they can overcome. And this liar says very confidently, yes, yes, we need to use our words going forward. (laughs) (laughs) They go and feed farm animals um, and they actually seem to have some fun doing that. Zach asks what they do well in their relationship. I do not even understand these questions. She says they have fun when they go out. 
And I was like, yes, lifelong commitment will be built at the bar together, not in your own house. <laughs> I half expected her to say we do sex well because I was like, what else is she going to say? But I guess they have fun. They had a lot of, uh, they had fun with the, the goats. I called them farm animals because until they called them goats, I can't tell the difference between animals. I really shouldn't admit that, but it's the truth. Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were saying. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. <laughs> you can laugh at me. I was like, I don't know the difference. What are these? I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> then he called her the goat queen. I was like, oh, that's goats that they're playing with. My grandma had goats, so, you know. Um, Public service announcement, people. Like, goat is the best meat ever, in my opinion. Ever. I know some people are going to be grossed out. That's your problem. That is, re- I mean, goat is the best red meat in the world. Just saying. It's a delicacy. I mean, if you don't know, let's remind you, we're Nigerian. So it's a delicacy where we're from. But it's not just us. Jamaicans love goat, too. Uh, Indians love goat. Ah, yes. There you go. I think it's funny that you call it a delicacy because I I think of it as everyday food. <laughs> anyway, that's like a whole nother conversation about how... Um, Feast food has now turned into day-to-day food across food. the world. But but we'll skip that. Um, <laughs> we digress. <laughs> we digress. Um, Zach says it as a statement. We are sleeping in the same bed tonight. And then she agrees, but that wasn't a question. Well, see, memory is a funny thing. Because I remember him saying, well, we're sleeping in the same bed tonight, right? That's what I remember. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt, I mean, I felt his tone was like stating a fact. I was actually surprised that she answered because I was like, he didn't ask a question, which he probably should have, but he didn't. Zach and Michaela are the first to arrive at this barn farmhouse, which which looks pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Inside, For, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and the painting outside, it's very traditional red barn. Um and they are in Brenham. I think I heard that. And then later yeah. on, we're like, yeah, they're in Brenham. Brenham mm-hmm. is not that far from Houston. Like, what is it? 45 minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jose and Rachel arrive next, and they also say it's nice. Uh, Rachel, in an interview, Rachel says she's glad to see the other couples, but she's here to focus on her marriage. That means a group text has been hopping, and she don't want no part of it. <laughs> Also, it lets you know how a relationship is going. Bao's talking about, um, I'm not looking forward to spending time with my husband. I want to spend time with the group. And Rachel is like, it's not about the other couples. I got to focus on my marriage, especially when it's working. <laughs> when these other people are not working, I don't need that negative energy in my relationship. <sighs> I think what annoys me about Jose and Rachel is they could be a golden couple if Jose had not locked her out. <laughs> that's true because they've moved on but it's that thing if you tell your best friend or your family about some horrible thing your partner did and then you move on and then we're supposed to we're not in it we're supposed to act like oh you never said that and we're like oh your relationship is perfect we can't move on from that nope but they have <laughs> Gil and Mirla are here next I'm just here for Mirla's this is terrible because that's what I expect her to say she she's wearing heels because you know that is a, of course what you wear to a ranch and she almost tripped walking in uh they brought hype the dog because they're sitter bailed <laughs> um mirla is aj she walks into the group trip talk about why do i have to do this <laughs> 
She's like, we have to share restrooms? She tells us in every interview, it's the first time she's had to be in such close space with other humans. This tell you, Birla has never gone on a group trip, which I'm like, I guess it's not for everybody. <laughs> I love a group trip with the right people, so I don't, I don't understand that. Gil asked Mirla what she thinks. It's just the two of them alone in the room. I don't know why he asked her. I don't don't know why he set himself up like that. Because the producers asked him to. Exactly. Because I think Gil knows what he's going to hear and he doesn't really care to hear it. He could have just skipped this. Evil producers. She said she would have preferred individual cabins. And my, my thoughts actually went back to those terrible cabins they had in New Orleans. I was like, look, lady, sometimes individual cabins aren't that nice. Gil says it's fine. Gil says the difference between him and Mirla is that being around people puts him in a better mood. <laughs> <laughs> and that the only way to make Mirla happy about this is to take her to the Rich Carlton to the penthouse suite. No, at least he knows his wife because, I mean, that's facts. I mean, he knows his wife. I know his wife. Like, <laughs> we all know his wife. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Johnny and Bao show up next. Johnny says what makes him nervous is one room and one bed. How does he know if it's taken? He says it's expected we're at a certain level of comfort, but for him, it's gone backward. They pick a room and he says something about, we'll just put a bunch of pillows between us. Not sure yet. Did you notice that their room was called a prickly pear? I did. I forgot. Wasn't the prickly pear like the name of a newspaper in like one of the high school teen shows that we used to watch? Girl, I don't remember. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Someone who does, tell us what the prickly pear is. Bao says it's time to make dinner. She assigns the guys to grill chicken. And she's feeling good about making dinner because everyone offered to help. Gil and Mirla are very affectionate. I assume that was them going off the advice from before. Where she said, as I get cranky because I'm around people, I just need to be Mm -hmm. affectionate or something. I think they're working on that. Um, (laughs) Brett and Ryan come last. Uh, They sit down for dinner. And Bao thanks Jose for grilling the chicken. And Ryan asks his producer-led question. Hey, it's been a few days since volleyball. How is everybody doing? Mirla starts with a joke that they're getting a divorce because Gil wants a kids. Um, Zach asked Gil how he feels about it. He says he feels good. He's confident in his situation. <laughs> I was like, is he confident that he's going to get eight kids? I don't think so. <laughs> Zach says it's been interesting for him and Michaela, but they're in a good spot right now. Mm-hmm. And then Mir- uh, Michaela backs it up. Oh, we're in a great space. I honestly took that to mean like, oh, we've agreed to get divorced because that's the only way I could see them to be in a great space. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) (laughs) He asked Johnny how they're doing. And Johnny says, you know, and I think it was Zach who said, I don't. And then there's dead silence. And then Johnny says things have been bumpy. And uh, he says that. He says that they're going into the weekend, being good to each other, being nice, being positive, trying to have fun. Gil says, okay, that's the best thing you can do. And Ryan pipes in to tell them they're not alone in their (laughs) shitty relationship. (laughs) I don't know why Michaela is popping out with advice, uh, but she says that to be open, honest, and unapologetic about your honesty, it may hurt, but just getting it out there without preserving the other person's feelings can be good. This is like, this 
show had like this episode had multiple moments where I realized this is what happens when you try to give your friends relationship advice. <laughs> because you don't have a good view of the situation. We know full well that Johnny should not be being honest. He should be less honest. He should shut up. Mm-hmm. But Michaela is trying to give this like, oh yeah, be open and honest advice. So I thought that was interesting. Um, but I thought she was giving that advice to Brett and Ryan. It just felt like she was it was pointed at them, but she would just wasn't naming names. Huh, okay, that's a, probably a better view. Because that would mean that Michaela was giving good advice instead of bad advice. <laughs> so yeah, then they go outside. So before we go outside, there was a shot of Johnny. I don't know how I missed it. I mean, we're in episode 14. Johnny is balding, like so bad. <laughs> I think I noticed that from a screenshot on Reddit. I just never noticed it. But yeah, I saw it and I was like, that's what you get, you mean boy i mean nice um, people go bald too let me be evil (laughs) in peace (laughs) okay we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back all right we're back so the couples go outside and they make a fire and johnny walks out with a box i'm like uh what's happening but he says it's from all of them to brett because they know that she's been going through a rough time and it turns out that it's a box of cookies in the shape of a bone with her dog baxter's name and it had sparklers um for those who may not recall just to remind you that you know brett lost her dog a couple of weeks ago and she was just being having a hard time with the loss. So Bao tells us that, and and they're human cookies. I I should mention because at first I was like, uh, what do you do with this? That <laughs> <laughs> they're human. I was like, hype is gonna have a good time tonight, but it was human cookies. But then Bao tells us that Brett has been through a lot, and she doesn't think she has had time to really take it all in, especially since she's working with a struggling marriage. Brett tells them, um, like you know, like a it's kind of like a thank you speech to the group that for them who don't know her well or not know her for so long to go out of their way to check on her means a lot to her. And it's a small gesture, but the experience is about making connections and she feels um, cared for. Ryan looked bored to me, but um, he mentions that, you know, he grew fond of Baxter in the little time and <laughs> Brett really loved him. And she, he wishes that he could be a bigger comfort to her right now. You kind of can, dude. Like, I don't, I don't even think you need to be in a romantic relationship to be there for someone. So I, he can't give her any signs. That's what he's really saying. If I'm like too nice, then she'll start to think that there's something there, and I cannot do that. I thought that was so sweet and so kind of the group to do something for her, um, to commemorate her loss. I, I really liked that. Yeah. Um. She did throw in that she was glad that Baxter got to meet Maisie because he was his only pet and didn't have interactions with other dogs, but she's glad that he got a chance. And I don't know, that pissed me off. I will not throw Ryan any bone, no pun intended, but I'm not going to give him any kind of bone that he can run with like he did something. I would just keep that to myself, but I'm petty like that, so... Brett says people who have pets understand how hard it is and they light the sparklers to celebrate Baxter and most of them call it a night. 
the only people that are out by the fire are the unhappy couples, Ryan and Brett <laughs> and Johnny and Bao. And that's what we're going to call them moving forward. I call them <laughs> the bad couples in my notes. <laughs> okay, you can go with bad. No, bad sounds so mean. I was just, and it's funny because Zach and Michaela are also with the bad couple group, but they're at another level that's so on their own that I was like, you're not, you're not part of this crowd. They're just out of this world. They're not even, we don't, we can't even label them. (laughs) So they're by the fire and Johnny asks, um, where are are you guys sleeping? Like, are you guys okay with sharing a bed? And then Ryan says, oh, he's fine with sharing a bed. Like, it's not a big deal as long as Brett is okay with it. And I'm thinking, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, that's cool. He wants to share a bed. Brett is just fires back with like, um, I wasn't thinking that. I didn't think we were doing that. And I was surprised. But honestly, why am I surprised? They're not sleeping in the same room at his request at home. And Brett tells us that, listen, Ryan can't just throw out bombs like that. And she doesn't know what I don't have a problem sleeping in the same bed with her means like are you going to be on the floor are you just going to talk like what does it mean if you want something you have to spell it out so at first I was thinking she was overreacting but when I thought about it I was like she has a point (laughs) she definitely had a point yep (laughs) so Bao says well there are six bedrooms and it ends up that the girls decide to um, stay in the same room and Johnny and Ryan were going to share a room Bao tells us that, listen, I'm sucking it up to make Johnny happy and I'm doing the level one thing, but I am not happy. I found the room discussion to be hysterically funny because um, typically speaking, girls are much more chill about just sharing a bed with another girl. Um, And I felt like Ryan threw out the thing, like, just to be nice. But then Bao is like, oh, oh, I'll take you up on your offer that I'm supposed to reject or something. I don't know. Um, That was the vibe that I got. So I thought it was hilarious that the girls got their own room and the boys had to figure out a sharing situation. Oh, I actually, well, I didn't, I guess I didn't get it because I just thought there were actual rooms, but I guess if there are five couples, six bedrooms, okay, got it. I'm just getting it right now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> slow moment. <laughs> but um, so Johnny can't help himself because this little motherfucker is like, my goal is to spend as little time as possible with Bao during this retreat because I don't want to get into arguments in front of other couples and I don't want to bring the mood down. And we agree that Johnny is um, is concerned about how people view him, right? Oh, yes. Okay. Because I just, I really hate, I mean, I hate him already, but I hated him more with this statement because I'm like, it just came off as mean. And I don't know if it's that anything he says just comes out as mean now, but it was irritating. I think it's funny that Johnny has now twice expressed that he doesn't really know how to be civil. Like, he acts like if he talked to her too much, she would go off on him. And I'm like, no, you're Hulk Johnny. Like, you have to remove yourself because you can't stay calm in any type of discussion. So, yeah, yeah this is a you problem, not a we problem. Yeah, it's you. And that's the funny part, too. He always accuses Bao of misrepresenting herself, but you're the one. You know how you say you, you don't lie, but it's omission, lying by omission? Now you don't want people to see your true self because you, you don't trust yourself as to what your reaction is going to be. And everyone is actually going to see what you turn into when you turn into Hulk Johnny. Yeah. Anyways, so Johnny 
ask Ryan if they have decided where they're at. At this point, you know, they're trying to go to bed. And again, I just told you guys, I just figured it out because I was wondering why someone had to get the couch. But okay. Um, if they decided where they're at. And Ryan says he had that that Brett has shown where she is. That what bothers him is that after he told Dr. Pepper that he was going to try, and AIDS, you're not wrong, he did say Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper gets her accolades, but not the rest. That <laughs> he will put in more effort, and she suddenly decides that she's checking out. I- I'm sorry. Like, it sucks <laughs> when you aren't the one dictating the pace, right? <laughs> I the, the chutzpah. The chutzpah. To do nothing for 30-something days. And then roll in at the last minute, be like, but I was going to try now, but you're not letting me. Um, I had decided that I was going to try. And you, you, you weren't letting me try now that I've decided. I couldn't for the past 30-something days, but today I'm going to try. And these people are special. So Ryan says... He wished he would have been more vocal about his expectations for the weekend. Um, they wake up the next day. Wait, is so Johnny went into a bedroom, right? Yeah, because he won the 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 rock paper scissors. This is so bizarre. Why couldn't they share a bed? Not that deep, but anyways. Because they're men. <laughs> Toxic masculinity. <laughs> the so. gay might catch them if they share a bed. Ridiculous. Anyways, <laughs> they wake up the next day and we see. Oh, I can't say happy couples. Rachel and Jose, Michaela and Zach and Gil. Marla's not coming out. <laughs> oh, no, I, I just I, assumed that Marla was working. I don't assume that because she was at breakfast. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying for my girl, okay? <laughs> and Gil are playing cornhole. Jose thinks it's sexy that Rachel is competitive. And then, oh, I'm sorry, it was lunch because they had a taco lunch and all of a sudden our beloved Merla shows up. She's there for that, but don't call her for carnival. Um, The tacos look good too. Um, the girls and the guys separate and Brett asked them if there are any unanswered things that they had. And Michaela is still feeling like Iyanla up in this bitch because she's like, you know, it goes back to the dinner conversation about being brutally honest and respect that they are in an I don't care area and they found sarcasm and love. I don't know. Michaela just spewing a whole bunch of shit. And she's like, it's a bizarre feeling. She's never felt anything like this. Like she's put so much effort And Bao says, you know, it sounds like your husband has compromised and found a way to meet you in the middle, which is, you know, different from early on. She's like, she tells us that she's happy for them, but, you know, she feels envious. And once again, I stand by the fact that I don't think this couple should hang out together. The comparison, because honestly, you have nothing to be (laughs) envious about, That was one of the saddest things I've ever heard. Someone envious of Michaela and Zach's relationship. What kind of show are they putting on? (laughs) So that was funny because, and that's why they say, you know, that thing where they say, you know, people see things on social media. I'm like, oh, I'm tapping into your anointing and your blessing. You don't tap into nothing. You don't know. You know, I can't say I've ever seen anybody tapping into their anointing, but okay. Oh, you see it all the time. Even the, even if it's the little things, uh, I forget the comments, but they say it on Twitter all the time. But um, yeah, only two people in the relationship 
know what's going on. So just, you know, stay in your lane. That's the best life, life hack in life. So Michaela tells them how they clash and no one wants to stop, but they are learning where to stop. I must have missed the episode because to my knowledge, they still don't know where to stop. But, you know, Bao says they seem to have trust. And then, you know, Brett is like where she and Brett don't have any and they're open. Um, Bao had a lot to say about the whole <laughs> Michaela and Zach relationship. So Rachel says after their big argument, it took off the rose-colored glasses for her because at that point he had only seen polite Rachel, but now she calls him out on stuff. As usual, Merla's in the corner saying nothing. You're not going to catch Merla saying nothing about her relationship. When everyone's bitching, when everyone's saying, we have not seen Merla say one thing yet. But then Brett starts to say how in the beginning of, I didn't know if she meant with Ryan or in any relationship, she is 100% herself. And she's like, this is who I am. There's no pretense. And Merla is just nodding vigorously like, mm-hmm, yep. And Brett says the minute that is rejected, she goes away and she shuts down. Bao says she's disappointed in their marriage and specifically disappointed in John in Johnny that quite frankly, she's mad and she's irritated. She has had enough of his meanness. She says she replaced their arguments to figure out why he's overreacting and being a big drama queen. And she realized something that is chilling. She tells us how her parents have been married for 50 years, which is amazing. But there were some shit times as a child. I think she said shit times. This is not me cursing. She actually said it. They bleeped it out. And she remembers her dad being verbally abusive with her mom. And she said she would never allow any man to speak to her that way. But she realizes that, you know, with Johnny, she backed down and devalued herself. And she can't do that. I think I've always found that fascinating about, you know, the human nature. How, I guess it's nature versus nurture that you could talk about. Where you always think you want to avoid something, but you somehow end up. basically your childhood plays an an impact on your adulthood I guess and your relationships it could go either way it's like either you see it and you're like I'm yeah I agree with you though people think that they're going in the opposite direction they end up in the same place yeah yeah I know that happened to me I tried so hard I was like oh I'm not gonna do this that my mom did or whatever until and then the thing is you realize it later you're like you would never (laughs) and then you're in the middle of it you're like oh snap I am it. So, but um, the guys are talking about themselves, and Zach is telling the latest tales in Zakayla's world, which is whatever argument they had. Listen, their arguments have the same pattern. They're arguing about something dumb, whether it's a salt shaker, pepper shaker, I don't know, <laughs> stupid. And then they're saying the same thing. Michaela flips on it. They keep going on and on. Someone walks out. Then they have a text message. Then they say they're changing moving forward. It's the same (laughs) pattern. But a text message is guaranteed. (laughs) So (laughs) then Ryan said that, you know, this trip was his last bitter hope um, coming into this weekend. And he just needed anything that would change them completely which is why he was open to sharing a room and he needs to try something different. I'm going to take a pause here, Aid. Lies, lies, lies. <laughs> so, Brian so is lies. so happy that, she, that she's re- 
rejecting him because he's going to take this and run and play victim and say, I'm ready. I wanted to do this, but she's shutting me down, forgetting, like you said, that for 30 something days, he hasn't been present. So he's milking this to the fullest. I mean, I just feel like, man, I tried for you. And then we get here and you, I don't know. I don't know. I think sometimes people can have patterns that they're not aware of. And maybe Ryan is just one of those people who just likes to chase. Now he feels like he's got a challenge on his hand or he just wants to look good so he can look like he tried. I really don't know what's going on here, but I don't understand. It's like, but Dr. Pepper told me to try, so now I'm ready to try and she doesn't want to try with me. I don't get it. (laughs) I'm going to hear a lot more on Decision Day. I'm sure he's going to say that a lot. Um, Zach with the right question just comes in and was like, um, hmm, he's so dramatic. He like literally, you know, like when you're really thinking about something, looked up to the sky, put his fingers under his chin. And he's like, so how does her not wanting to share a bed with you here? How is that different from not sharing a bed in the apartment? It was such a good moment because Brian did not have an answer. Because <laughs> there is a He's like, hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't have an answer. See? You're full of shit, Ryan. Jeez. So Johnny chimes in saying rubbish and saying that he'd learned about himself, that he thought he was cool and even kill, but he's emotional. And he finds out that a lot of stuff affects him. I think I was cracking up at the fact that Jose was nodding vigorously (laughs) behind me. That's your friend. That's your friend right there. What the hell is Johnny wearing? I feel like he took this Western theme just a bit too far. (laughs) Uh, Merla and Gil go horse riding. And Merla tells us how she grew up in a rural area and used to ride horses. So this feels familiar. Gil tells us that he's not scared, but he has a healthy fear of horses. But Merla like. You run into burning <laughs> buildings. No one's questioning your manhood. If you're scared of a horse, that makes perfect sense. A, he has a healthy fear. Let's respect <laughs> the man. <laughs> but he says Merla likes it, so he will suck it up. Ah, how different from our horse encounter of the previous season, if you recall. So, I don't know. I don't know why they make us watch this horse riding. I thought it was just filler, because I'm like, okay, this adds nothing. But they stop and Merla is saying that she wishes it was faster. And Gil is like, are you ever satisfied with anything? I honestly just wish she had said, yes, I am with you. But of course, that was no, just, you know, no, asking for too no. much. Not Merla. So Gil tells us that his wife is never happy. And even when she's having fun, she's not having fun. <laughs> I mean, and then she goes, no. So sad. <laughs> I don't know that she knew she did it or do you think she knew, she was aware of this? That's a because good question. I, I think I just assumed that she was aware because how could you miss it? But you know, people are blind about themselves. Yeah. I think it's become second nature and then people who know her are probably used to it so they also don't call it out. But when you know, you're looking at it with fresh eyes and it just becomes like, oh man, it's all the time. So I don't know. Who knows? She might know and doesn't care. Um, She isn't having fun. So she said, oh, it was fun. 
But Angel is like, is there ever it was fun? Period. No buts, no anything. That she sounds like she's a brat and she's being difficult when she doesn't need to be. So she starts saying, okay, okay, this was fun. This was fun. And it was so sweet. But Gil is like, are you okay with me saying all that? And she goes, yeah, I am. I mean, I receive it. Wasn't that sweet, Aid? Even for your cold heart? Um, It was sweet. But <laughs> I have to throw in the butt. <laughs> Receiving is wonderful, right? But you got to do something. <laughs> And no, I feel but... like Mirla might be taking um I hope Gil has the patience for her to get from receiving to doing something about what she's receiving. Oh, I I I okay, maybe I'm being naive, but I do think that she will only because when he said just fun without the period, she immediately just started saying, "Okay, okay, this was fun. This was fun." And Gil was like, "Okay, see?" <laughs> No, that doesn't count. No, because she could go the other way and be like, it's fun. But I mean, I had some issues. I have the right to express myself and blah, blah, blah. But she didn't, you know, I don't know. I don't think she's unwilling. She just got to hurry up. (laughs) This is not the first time Gil has told her this. I guarantee you. So it's like you just went horseback riding something you said you like. And then you still had something negative to say about like. I, I have a lot of hope for them. Like, I really do. But I do think that she could do better in this one area. Yeah, you're right. Um, so Merla says it's hard for her to change overnight. But at the same time, if he doesn't say, you know, the things that bother him, she can't read his mind. So every time he tells her something that bothers her, she notes it and she tries to change it. So, I mean, fingers crossed. So, um... Yeah, they're hell-bent on keeping the unhappy couples together. So we see Johnny and Bao, Brett and Ryan, and they go skeet shooting. So Ryan is fine with shooting. He's in his element. He's happy as a clam. In an interview, Brett tells us she doesn't like loud and sudden noises. So she doesn't like champagne bottles or popping balloons. I understand. Bao is ready to shoot. She's jumping right in. She is worried about dislocating her shoulder from the, what is that called? The recall? Recoil, um, yeah. Recoil, thank you. Um, Bao says she's always wanted to do skeet shooting, so now that she has the opportunity, she's going to go ahead and do it. Johnny is sitting in the golf cart with Miss Old Scaredy Pants, Brad, and he <laughs> says that it's funny and frightening at the same time to watch Bao shoot. I was like, why are you not doing this? He says his hands are getting <laughs> clammy. Watching Bao shoot, which, okay, appropriate reaction because this one inadvertently shoots the gun, which (laughs) on Wednesday was funny. (laughs) In light of recent events, I was like, I can't. Yes. For those who Uh, don't know, um, it's the whole Alec Baldwin accidentally shooting the uh, someone on set on his movie set for the movie Rust. It's just sad. It's very sad. Someone passed away. But if honestly, if given the opportunity to go skeet shooting, I would totally try it. But like, yeah. there is a, a gun safety part of this. And I was like, Bao, were you paying attention when they did the brief? Yeah. Did they do a brief or did they just say, oh, Ryan, you know what you're doing. Teach them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny says he'll die here today. Like, once again, it was funny on Wednesday. Not really funny today. <laughs> uh, Johnny says it was fun watching. 
Ryan says that he wishes more people would have done it than bow. Um, Brett shut down. He was disappointed. I don't understand. Again, Ryan claims that this was the do-over that he was looking forward to. Wouldn't you do stuff that she likes? Uh, Like common sense? If this was allegedly the big do-over. She's jumpy. She's nervous. And you thought Skeeter, she's told you about this whole ranch life. And Skeeter shooting was, well, you know what? Let's go for it. Uh, Come on. The only defense I have for him, we always go back and forth about this. Do they pick their own activities or not? Yeah, but I mean, you could. Did he plan like one of those corny private picnics to try to woo her? So even if you did this, they'll they'll oblige you if you wanted to do that. Like, I just don't feel he put any effort. All the effort was in running his mouth saying this was their big do over. (laughs) That's it. Johnny asked Brett if she's disappointed. And she definitely is, and she thinks he is too, and then shooting interrupts their conversation. And then Johnny says that the root of a lot of he and Bao's problems is that they don't trust each other. That I don't actually think that's it. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's the problem here. Brett says that they're always civil. They haven't had the fighting that you guys have had, which I'm like, oh, Brett knows what's going on. Um, they have the opposite, which is no conversations. It is very difficult for them to try to hold a conversation over all the skeet shooting. <laughs> <laughs> she is jumping. She's like flinching so many times. <laughs> they flinching too. It's like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> Brett says that they need more conversations. And Johnny asks, what's the best case conversation? She says if they're able to be more honest and say how they feel. She tried, but he's not that direct. Brett asks him what he needs, and he says he needs to hear from Bao what the best plan of action is going forward. Ryan really sucked at Skeeter shooting. For all the mouth that he made, I don't even think he hit one. How could you tell? He wasn't hitting anything. And then Bao and then were making fun of him and saying, are you sure you've done this before? (laughs) I thought you said you had done this before. (laughs) He kept saying, oh, man. (laughs) So after the skeet shooting, Brett and Ryan sit down at a table where they won't even look at each other. And he says he needs to hear from her what the best plan of action is going forward. And she says she's here at the retreat to see if something happens. She says your actions say you don't want to try, but then your words say you do want to try. She was not happy about sleeping in the same room um, and the conversation they had with Bao and Johnny. It made no sense to her. She's like, we live together. We don't sleep together. So why on earth? Are we going to come here and sleep in the same room? And ask him why he thought they'd do that. And he says he was trying to be an adult about it. And he says now it's a scene. And they're having this conversation right now because of it. Now, when he says a scene, I think he actually means a TV scene, not a scene in front of the people that they're actually there with. Ah, that makes sense. Because I'm like, I can't believe he called this a scene. Because I think Brett was like, you think this is a scene? She's like, this is just a calm conversation. But he's like, now we got it on TV. Uh, I mean, they've had worse, I think. Now, who knows with this guy's this season? I don't know. He was looking for time to follow through on what he said he would do. That's what he considered this weekend. Mm. And she said, you were looking forward to being here in your element. You think honesty is a negative. She's like, you tell me to call you out. And then this is what happens. I can't call you out. <laughs> Brett says when there's people and they're like, the shocks of emotions are always so strange to me. Brett's like, Brett is a lot of like, I'm the type of person. <laughs> she's, she's, 
Brett is like when because she talks a lot in theoreticals, and I find those annoying because like I don't think people are the best judgment of their theoreticals. So she mm-hmm. said like her previous conversation where oh I give all I can and then da 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 da. Now we're at when when I when somebody asks for something I respect that if you say you need something I'll give it to you until it hurts me and it's just like I would prefer if she framed that to to just speak about their situation. Mm-hmm instead of the theoreticals. Mm-hmm. And then I Ryan think. responds to, to her theoreticals with his theoreticals. <laughs> and then it becomes one whole hypothetical. <laughs> <laughs> he basically says, someone should not have to take my ex- actions as, yeah, yes, you have to say things, Ryan. Yes, yes, you have to say, you can't just say, oh, just interpret my actions and then hope that they interpret your actions the way that you intended. Nonsense. <laughs> Ryan says in an interview that he's not completely giving up on this. Um, I just, it sounds to me like just a fake out to make us think that something different might happen on decision day. Um, He says he's trying to stay open-minded, but these two are dead. You know, every time these couples, oh, I'm still going to try. I'm still keeping an open mind. I just want to scream. Keep a closed mind. Close your mind. (laughs) And this, nothing is happening. It's okay. But that being said, I don't know if it's just me, but Ryan is looking more alive than he did in the beginning <laughs> of the show. He is a little bit, yeah. Like, his beard is flourishing, his eyes are alive, he's not as, you know, he was a little pale in the beginning, and then now he's he has some color back. And I'm like, okay, Ryan. So yeah. I wonder what brought that about. It's not Brett. Oh, wow, cool. <laughs> Maybe the distraction. <laughs> So next couple to have themselves a little sit down is Michaela and Zach. (laughs) So Michaela is like, what is your idea of marriage? And Zach says things. He says his feelings have been consistent throughout their whole relationship. She said she agrees with him. She says the only, she said, but then she says she's the only one trying to make something better and that he shuts down this relationship. This editing is whack because they started out as a very chill conversation and then 30 seconds later it escalated. I don't really think it happened like that. I think they built to that point. You think so? I do actually, yeah. That I mean it was just so like the editing was way off. Okay. I yeah. I'm torn. You know, I already started with the question. I already rolled my eyes. I feel part of why they have dumb fights is they keep asking each other the same <laughs> fucking questions. What do you mean? What do you want for a marriage? We've heard that over and over. Zach wants to cook in the kitchen with his kids running around. Like, I know the answer. <laughs> like, I'm tired of these questions, but I, okay, maybe it makes sense. I know even I jumped a little when he said he's consistent i'm like uh what (laughs) so maybe (laughs) there was a cut and paste there so who knows (sighs) michaela says they've already decided on their end goal and in my mind i was like oh so you guys agreed to get divorced on decision day which was half the answer the other half was some nonsense that some couples try on the show where they're like oh we'll just get divorced and then we'll come back together to date to see if there's something there way of being like well I want to divorce you but I still like you I I would be happy to tell them that this and here I will tell you why this does not work (laughs) no one came on this show to date anybody they came on the show to get married 
And they cannot psychologically separate the idea that they married someone and that person wants to divorce them, but they want to date them after. They're like, but I didn't come here for a boyfriend or someone to date to try to figure out if they like me. I came here for a husband or a wife, and that's the end of it. So when they did like, oh, we'll just try dating afterwards, I'm like, is someone trying to save someone's feelings? Like, it's not a good plan. It's the equivalent of a promise ring, which I think is shit. <laughs> like, what? Just say it. I don't want you. It's like you're buying yourself time. Uh, or like mm-hmm. you're telling the person there's hope, especially when you know there's no hope. Wouldn't it even make sense for you to just decide to date while being legally married, but, you know, you just date yourself and save yourself the whole headache if, in fact, it's going to work out? Why go through the whole process of divorce, then date, then if it allegedly does, then you get married all over again? It's a whole lot of bleep bleep. I just want to, you guys are not that special. Do you think you're the first people on the show to ever have this bright idea? You're not. (laughs) (laughs) Michaela says perhaps we have to do inner work. Zach says that's not true. Marriage with you is way more work. Make <laughs> me dumber. <laughs> if marriage is so hard, Zach is like, I'd like to see what would happen if we're not married. It's just like, and this is when Michaela flips out. And I want to take this moment to say, there was no bee. There was no bug. <laughs> <laughs> there was none. I was going to give you your props. I think my brain just didn't want to accept that a normal human being <laughs> would do that wow what a reaction uh, this is it. and I will say Tang you are not the only person who was like maybe it was something else <laughs> no it's just her I can't I can't she flips out she runs away <laughs> the comeback was scarier Abe. the way she came back and sat down and started talking normally I'm like Nah, this girl is not okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not the only person who watches this stuff and like just laughs because I mean, I don't know what else to do. No, I was scared. <sighs> so when she comes back all calm and stuff, like she's not a psychopath, she <laughs> she asks if he'd be happy if they wouldn't be married anymore, and she's like, removing marriage would change the person that I am. Michaela asks if he's ready for marriage and he gets very high feet. He's like, he he's like, uh, what do you say? He caveats with in this process, absolutely not. People love this process where it is whatever. He says he's been ready to be married since he was 17, but he wasn't ready to do this. I'm like, but what do you think this is? Uh, um <laughs> you and I I don't want to get it twisted. I I I I agree that Zach needs to not be married to Michaela. Um, But his framing is a little odd. Okay. In Zach's defense, I understand. I I don't think he wants to be married. This whole dating thing, blah, blah, blah. But in Zach's defense, he's not being crazy. When he says this process, I don't understand how Michaela didn't get that. Because let's go along with their cookie idea to date. You're not going to be in front of the cameras. The process is not being told where you need to be. Oh, you have to do this date. Oh, you have to celebrate your one month anniversary. The whole process of being married at first sight and being in front of cameras, doing stuff with other couples is not normal. It's not the same. If 
in fact, they did like each other and wanted to give this a chance and wanted to date as normal, I think that is a very clear message. But Zach is not the most effective communicator. We've we've established that before, but I didn't think he was being crazy. She was just being obtuse on purpose to me. I would say, and I've never really thought about it this way before, but yeah, you have cameras and you have a production schedule, but you also have people on call whose whole goal it is is to make you stay married who will listen to you complain about your spouse, who will mediate your dispute. You have more support than any other married people have ever had. I, I, I still, yes, you have that support, but it's still not the same, especially if you add in Zach having anxiety, being concerned about, because clearly a, a lot of this cast, this season, they're concerned about what people think, not coming up a certain way, the pressure is a lot. It's just the stakes are higher. Like, yes. I, I guess I'm saying the cameras that you're saying, like, they have the support, but the camera is also a huge part. It yes. being on TV is such a huge part. Yeah. I, it's funny because, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah, you're totally right. Uh, I agree with you. But I just, I want to make space. I, I, in my own mind, I'm like, I want to make space for the opportunity. That, like, if the two of you, specifically these two people, were left to their own devices. <laughs> oh, God, no. I think things could only be worse. Um, that is true. But this is us going with them theoretically, hypothetically, if in fact they wanted to be. We know. They, they know, know that they don't want to be together. <laughs> I'm saying hypothetically. <laughs> if this was the case, he had a valid point that the process was different. But every time he said the process, Michaela looked at him like he said, think of a dirty word. I'm like, what is there not to get? But, Something uh, I forgot to mention is when Michaela stormed off, Zach looked through the camera. I was just like, <laughs> this reaction right here, this is the problem. <laughs> this poor guy. So we come back. Anyway, back to where we were. Zach sits there and he says, I have no more energy for this. And she basically dismisses him and is like, get up and go. Bye. Oh, every time, go. Go. I can't. How many times has she said go? I can't. I can't. It's her fear of abandonment. That's why she tells you to go before you can decide to leave. That's a little as if I was a therapist, but okay. So Bao comes out and it's like really sweet to Michaela. Um, Michaela starts complaining. She says, last night he says he's not ready for marriage. And we were good in that moment. And looking back, she feels like Zach was just putting up a front because his behavior is different from what he talked about before. She says that he says, I'm ready for marriage, but I'm not ready for marriage with you. And Bao, this is what I mean by this crappy ass advice people give when they don't have the full picture. So Bao says egos are in the way. I'm like, Bao has no earthly idea what's going on. And her advice reflects what Michaela and Zach have told her, but they are both liars. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what they told her for her to come up with this advice. But you guys are in love. This is how bad the love word is. If someone just throws a love word, suddenly Bao is like, oh, you have something here. Because I think in Bao's mind, she's like, Donnie haven't told me he loved me. <laughs> but Bao is like, love is in the picture. And I think you need more. But you don't have to punish him for not being ready. He might not be on your same time frame, but if you're at love, that's a lot further than a lot of us are. 
<laughs> projection on 100. Bao <laughs> <laughs> um, is like wiping the tears from her eyes. And then Bao says it's easier to quit, but the harder thing is to work at it. And they hug. And Michaela says she wants to have fun and she's going to stop self sabotaging Lies! Lies! <laughs> <laughs> so next, they're all um, in a group together. And um, in the like living room area, Brett is wearing tie-dyed sweats. For some reason, every woman on reality TV seems to have tie-dyed sweats. Oh, I never noticed. Giselle had them on Real Housewives of Potomac. I think someone else showed up on Beverly Hills with them. I must say, you, you will catch me dead. <laughs> the combination of tie-dyed and sweats, I just can't do it. <laughs> Brett is super happy to lead the game. She looks really happy. Um, and she said that with this group, they can make fun with no hard feeling. So they hold up the placard. They're also, for you guys, Patreon, unfiltered. They're going to talk about the ones that did not make it onto the show. And some of them are pretty funny. So we start with Johnny saying, who is the most likely to have kids? And the votes are unanimous for Rachel and Jose. Uh, next is most likely to end up in rehab. Apparently Johnny sniffed the night before, so he was, they were almost unanimous on that one for Johnny too. That took me out. I laughed so hard at that. I don't ask me why, but yeah. I think it's just like, this is why I can understand why people are confused. Johnny and a group of people is like a whole different person. <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't offended by that he didn't blow up can you imagine if Bao had made that joke like just one on one yeah yeah that's true they had most likely to leave a party early I don't even know why they had that question unanimous from Mirla <laughs> most likely to be a drama queen Gil says he thought it was going to be difficult as a joke as in this is so easy Bao says Johnny, and there's this whole extended sequence about mirror, mirror on the wall, and they find <laughs> the mirror, in, I think, in their apartment, and then they have Johnny's picture in it. There's a when crown involved. She says she shouldn't be making fun. I was like, that wasn't funny. <laughs> um, most likely to be petty. Michaela, Rachel seems to, like, split that one a little. Gil says that she's vindictive and thought out. I think he's talking about Michaela. Yeah. And this was, I mean, this is an insult for a fireman. He says she's taking batteries out of the smoke alarm. <laughs> She'll take the baseboards, the ice cube tray. Clearly, Zach has been talking about what Michaela left with. Um, <laughs> I thought she was going to be mad, but she wasn't. So She wasn't. Well, she saved it. Um, then they laugh about that's category five. She, she says she's a handy bitch. And she'll take all your shit. And then she laughs, but that laugh is evil. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was very, I'm going to get you. I'm never going to forget you said this about me. <laughs> Gilbert, I lock his doors. Mm -hmm. So that was all the questions we saw of the game. I really enjoyed this game so much. Like, but then again, I think I just generally enjoyed because I also enjoyed it when they had it, uh, the New Orleans season. I don't remember Atlanta's if they had it, but I remember the New Orleans gang doing it and I really enjoyed it. it they just seemed to have fun and everyone was a good sport um, about it. On the th like it sort of continues the theme of like with the cookies too. They're a good group to each other. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. All right. So after the game, some people stay up and some people go to bed. Okay. Okay. We'll be right back. All right. We're back. So as Ace mentioned, some of the people go to bed. And, you know, one thing I do want to mention is I really appreciate that the maths couples always brush their teeth before bedtime. I'm going to out myself here. This is something I put as a New Year resolution every year. I want to be that person that brushes their teeth before bedtime. I don't always succeed, but I want to be like the maths couples every single night unfailingly. Do you think it's an instruction or they just all coincidentally are good nighttime brushers? I think it's more of an instruction. I personally never, ever go to bed without brushing my teeth, ever. Oh, man, I'm jealous. Just okay. one of those habits. <laughs> so Zakayla get into bed, and Michaela asks Zach about the day like nothing happened. <laughs> like, this is what creeps me out about her. She just always acts like, and then she turns it around and says, oh, you hold on to things, you don't move on. How do you move on after certain things? But she's like, oh, how do you think the day went? And Zach was like, you know, he's playing around on his phone. He puts it down. And he's like, I mean, I thought it was okay. But, you know, the conversation we had earlier was unacceptable. And I don't like to put myself in those kind of situations because that's not who I am. Michaela's like, you know, I had a talk with Bao. And it, I thought we had a great time downstairs. And then he's trying to talk, but she cuts him off. And then... He was like, do you realize, you know, during, that he just realized that during the conversation that it's like she's two different Michaela's. And from nowhere, and once again, she throws out that, you know, you can go home because I haven't done anything to you since, since we spoke about it. I'm like, how do you give props to yourself <laughs> for not being a maniac in two hours? Like, I, what? <laughs> Zach, poor Zach, I really do feel... Because how do you reason? Zach says it's time to move on. And she says, yeah, you can go home tonight. And she wishes she had driven here herself because she figured he would do some shit like this. That way she won't figure out a ride back because she doesn't want to ride back with him tomorrow. Zach says, oh, you don't want to ride back with me tomorrow? Because if that's the case, then I'm just going to leave tonight. She just starts saying bye. Goodbye. He says, listen, I'm just making sure that cuts him off again. She's like, goodbye. He tries one more time. He's like, okay, I'm just trying to make sure. And she's like, ah, ah, ah. This is verbatim, guys. This is not me. <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Go home now. I will find a way home. Zach, poor guy, one more time. He's like, we rode together. I don't want to leave you for the fourth time. I started counting at this point. She tells him, leave. She says, I, again, everything verbatim, guys. I'm not the one cursing. She says, I don't know what the fuck happened tonight. What did I do to make you want to leave? Because we were just <laughs> cracking up. He said, because you said you didn't want to ride back with me. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> so I said, then can I leave tonight? And then she's like, oh, I misunderstood. I can ride back with you. Oh, my God. This is so scary. Like, because what in the actual fuck? <laughs> I, I told y'all it was a Halloween movie. Lifetime gave us a sneak peek. <laughs> what are you thinking at this point, Aid? Like, what, what, what is your mindset? <laughs> I could never engage in conversations like this. Like, that is my mindset. I'm like, 
you guys are just going around in circles. And I cannot tell, is the issue that you want him to leave because you don't need him for a ride because you'll find your own ride? And that's where I'm not going to say I blame him, but he was the one who took, you don't have to say to, but you should go. But then she's, she went with his assumption and she's like, you should go. It's just how, 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 and you know, we are watching an edited version. This conversation probably took much longer. How, how do you stay in this conversation? Yeah. It's the, it's the come down for me. She has this big reactions and the way she comes back, like, oh, I misunderstood. I can ride back with you because two things you're lying. You, you didn't misunderstand. You were doing that um, protect yourself thing, you know? I, I'll tell you to go before you leave me. Yeah. So anyway, Zach is like, but you just said you wouldn't ride back with me, which is proving his point about two different Michaelas. Because again, guys, remember, there's probably things we haven't seen. We've seen the fights that, that they've shown, but there's probably more stuff that Zach, has experienced that we haven't seen. So he starts cracking up because what else can you do? At least he's not crying. He's laughing. And then he says, I can't. And she says, I will make it easier. In fact, I will say it loud and clear. You do not have to worry about me making it back home. She calls her sister in the middle of the argument to ask if she can pick her up from Brenham because Zachary is having a problem, and she's not sure what the problem is. Zach asks for the phone. Again, she's saying this in this calm, I don't know what kind of tone I can use to describe it. He but starts... like, this is not, how are you going to call your sister in the middle of a fight with your husband for her to do what? If she had just called and said, can you pick me up and hung up the phone, that would be one thing. But why are we passing the phone back and forth? Here, you talk to my sister. Here, what? It's insane. He anyway, he starts telling and he her. Took sister, the phone. I would have been like, why am I gonna talk to your sister? Where no, he sister? asked for the phone. Oh. He asked, Who is that? Is this Sharifa? Let me talk to her. And she handed him the phone. So he starts telling her what happened and that he's reached his limit on this conversation, but he just wants to let her know that because I, I understand him wanting to defend himself because you get a call in the middle of the night and she's being all crazy and you're wondering if your sister is okay. So he tells her, like, I just want to let you know that she does have a ride, that I'm trying to get her, but she grabs the phone back from him and said, exactly, I do have a ride. That's why I called you to get a ride. Oh, my God. This is just... Zach said, you do understand that 10 minutes ago you said you wanted to ride home with me and she says, when the fuck did I say that? <laughs> I'm just like, what? <laughs> and the producers do Zach a flashback. He, they do him a favor and play a flashback to also reassure us, at least me, that we are not crazy. Because at this point, <laughs> I'm questioning everything. Like I, That was yeah. one of the shadiest things I've ever seen on this show. Talk about 10 minutes earlier. <laughs> wow. So Zach tells us that, you know, him leaving is him removing himself from the situation. This is not what he wants. He feels miserable and he has tried everything and it is just not enough. He starts packing and tells her he doesn't like how she makes him feel and who he is becoming and it's because of her. And he has to trust himself and his gut right now. Michaela says she doesn't want him to drive out in the countryside because it's not safe. 
he's upset. He's not thinking straight. He should take a nap. She, that it's 11 p.m. Go to sleep. And then you can go in the morning. Zach is a gentleman. He's like, I appreciate that. I really do appreciate you saying that. But this is me saying I have had enough. And Michaela says, so you still plan to go home tonight? And he goes, yes. She says, you don't have to sleep in the room with me. And he's like, this is too much. Oh, ominous music is playing and is building into crescendo in the background while all of this is going on. So, you know, <laughs> soundtrack on 100 on this. At this point, Michaela has opened the door for him to leave. And Bao is peeking out through the door. I told you it was a Halloween movie. I wasn't playing. Zach. Oh, the look on Bao's face, though. She's like... It was it was very strange because it wasn't a look of shock or anything. It was just a look of like, what am I seeing here? Should I go back in? What is my appropriate facial reaction to watching this nonsense? Twilight Zone. So Zach is leaving with his suitcase and stuff is packed, and Michaela is walking behind him. And she's screaming, this dumbass is leaving at 11 to do what? To go to Houston? What the fuck is in Houston? <laughs> Zach is keeping his cool and just saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Michaela <laughs> grabs his stuff and throws it into the room saying, you know I'm fucking petty. Remember that? He goes to get his stuff and she slams the door shut. But they're still thankfully mic'd up. We hear Zach say, please, I'm just trying to leave and you're making it harder for me to drive. Michaela is yelling, go to fucking sleep. And then Zach is like, now you're pushing me on the bed? All this time, Bao is still peeking through the door, and I'm just like, what am I watching? <laughs> There's a part of me that feels bad about laughing about this, because this is not funny. And as, I mean, I hate to do this, especially if the genders were reversed. If you were trying to leave and someone takes your property and is, like, not letting you leave, I think that's a criminal charge. <laughs> and she pushed him on the bed. So at this point, you're putting hands. So, I mean, I couldn't help it. I laughed a lot, but um, at the end of the day, this is not funny. No, it's not. And 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 Zach is doing the right thing. Like, shame on us for saying, oh, well, for on me for saying he was overreacting way in the beginning. I mean, I knew he was. I was always on on his side, and he was on the right. But honestly, that is when he should have left. He should have listened to his gut from the beginning that this is not what he wanted. And I think this is what he meant by at her core this is not going to work. Like, you're not going to change within eight weeks. So, uh, yeah. So, Bao tells us that she saw a side of both of them that she never expected. I was wondering what side of Zach she was referring to because I don't know that he did anything wrong. He was just trying to go. <laughs> and she's never heard them yell at each other and the whole scenario is shocking. I'm wondering why no one else can hear this ruckus besides Bao and Hype because we got a shot of Hype just <laughs> skulked in the corner like, uh, what, what am I seeing here? <laughs> and then we see Zach. He goes outside and we I see that all the rest of them were outside. Um, He meets them outside and tells them that he's leaving. Marla's like, uh, I'm surprised Marla is up and she's hanging out with people. And she's like, it's kind of late. You know, your mom would not let you go out this late. Are you sure? Michaela comes out and Bao is trying to hold Michaela back, like, you know, just let him be. And 
tells her not to go. Zach is literally begging to leave. He's like, please, please just let me leave. She turns to Ryan. This is Michaela. Starts yelling at Ryan. If this is your friend, get in the car with him. You say you don't want him to leave? Get in the car. Get in the... The last person you want to yell at is Ryan. Ryan don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's just like... Ryan says, uh, uh, there's nothing we can do. He's an adult. Like, we can't stop him. And then Zach drives away, and we see him finally go, I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little scared, too. Because I'm like, on one hand, she's flipping out. But on the other hand, she's kind of right. Why are you leaving that late in the boonies? You know, you could just... I, I t- okay, so the part that was in the back of my mind... Yep. Two things. Mm-hmm. Kayla's dad died in a drunk driving accident. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the drunks are on the road. And mm-hmm. Second part, he's a black man in the boonies. Maybe he okay. should be the middle of the night. Okay. And, 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 you know, I hate to bring, you know, reality into it, but this is how your mind works as a black person because I have that same thought. Like, you know, for some, maybe that's not even a thought or a mind, but I'm just like, is it worth it driving at that time at night or whatever? It's not because I mean, you're a black man. So, yeah, but so she had a point. part of me was like, Brenham is not that far. Like... I think it's off a major road. Like, he might have to go in the backcountry for a little while, but Brenham is just not that far from Houston. Yeah, but, you know, distance doesn't... All you need is one mile for something <laughs> to happen. I mean, it's not, it's not about distance, really. It's when, just on familiar territory, you know? So. Very true. So, when Ryan was standing there, you guys, a meme came to mind. He didn't have his hands on his hips, but if you've seen the guy at the cricket match meme, I think it's a cricket match. It's a brown guy at a cricket match, and he's standing there with a look on his face. That is what Ryan <laughs> think of when he's standing there looking at Michaela like, Biatch, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> so, so, yeah. Um, Zach drives away, and then Ryan is like, Michaela's yelling at him, and then Ryan's like, he's a fucking adult. What do you want me to do? Lay under the car? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, Zach gets his wish and he drives away. And then it happens, guys. The exorcism of Michaela Iman Clark. Woochia. She goes into the house. She flips the bench. She jumps over the bench. She flips the not flips, but she pushes the ping pong table. Pushes the foosball table. Goes in the room. And the producer is trying to hold her back. And she's yelling at the cameraman. Get out! Get out! And she slams the door shut. Bao tells us that, you know, later in the night, I think um, the next day, that Michaela got into her bed distraught and she couldn't sleep. So her sister called to pick her. And she called her sister to come pick her up. And her sister came over to come pick her up. You know, I don't know if you guys remember a couple of episodes where I was saying that I just feel like Michaela's sister spoiled her. I know nothing about these people. I'm just, you know, spewing my mind because I'm just like, she must have been really distraught for her sister to wake up because at this point it had to be the middle of the night to come get her. And she drove all the way to come get her. And I'm just like, wow. I mean, on one hand, it's also really cool. Like, you know, you have people who ride hard for you that I would drive out 45 minutes an hour to come get you in the middle of the night. But, um... Yeah, but I'm like, okay. Uh, well, first off, after Michaela flipped all her stuff and started breaking property, I was like, yes, Zach made the correct decision. <laughs> <He should, laughs> for his own safety, he should be nowhere near her. Uh, and the sister coming in the middle of the night, I'm like, eh... 
she has a full production crew. There's four other couples. They probably don't want someone else in the back seat, but she was not in any way, shape, or form stuck in Brenham. But I mean, if what is an argument with your spouse about something that is in the grand scheme of things not that important sends you into such a rage that someone has to drive out to Brenham to come get you? Eh, that person is a bit of an enabler. Yeah. Because there's nothing stopping your sister from saying, sleep it out, you're fine, and then see how you feel in the morning. But when you know you always have these people who are going to come, quote unquote, save you, of course they're going to act out. You know? Save you from your own behavior? Yeah. No, well, save you in terms of like you. She felt like she needed saving to be picked up from Brennan, so they're there. So regardless of whatever bad action or bad choice that you decide to make, you know that whatever the consequence, they're gonna quote unquote save you from it. Like you have a backup plan. I mean, yeah. So, anyways, they are having breakfast the next morning and they're counting. And Johnny's like, "Uh, how come we're just eight? <laughs> and Apparently, Johnny missed everything. I thought it was a light sleeper. I don't I don't know. Uh, Didn't he say Bao's snoring kept him up? How did you miss all of that? I, so- I have no idea how anybody within a 10-mile radius could have missed all that. <laughs> I'm like, really? Was The way the rooms all seem to be in the same place, like how yeah. uh, he was in a bedroom or was he outside? I, I have no idea how he could have missed this. Maybe he just had to act like he missed this so that someone could explain to him what happened. <laughs> yeah, so Ryan says he doesn't understand how he escalated quickly, and Bao says it sounded like he was ready to go, which is far from the truth, but that's what happens again when you don't know what's happening, because um, she didn't get the full story. So then they do mention that he was quiet at dinner, contrary to what Michaela was saying. Michaela told us that they were chopping it up, and the producers do show us a flashback where Zach looked like he was miserable at the dinner. So Gil does say what really happened and then gets the correct story of how she said that, you know, you can go and then, you know, the whole women say what they don't mean. And then Johnny said he did hear glass breaking, but thought they were just partying. (laughs) (laughs) And then someone made the comments and then they were eight and they point out that that is how they started. There were eight of them at the honeymoon. I thought that was astute. I didn't even think about that. Because the two of them were not there in the beginning. So, um, Jose and Rachel take a walk apart from everybody. And she says, you know, it's go time and no time for them to relax on their relationship. Rachel says that, you know, if that was them, that was in that fight, it will make her question, question them. I'm like, well, it was kind of you at some point. But she said she's focusing on how she feels loved by him. Um, Jose says they know that things are going to come up and there might be another blow up, but they should be conscious of not being petty and learn how to talk to each other. Gil is ramping up on this whole thing about being bratty. I think he stopped talking about her expenses now and they're now focusing on this, you know, her not being positive. Um, He's saying that, you know, decision day is coming soon and there are things, these are things I need to consider if I want to be with for the rest of my life. And that marks the end of the retreat. Um, the couples leave. Um, Ryan says he's relieved that there was other focus other than them in the car. <laughs> says she has a lot going on, but her feelings are valid, but she can see 
what others can see um, the escalation, which isn't fair for Zach. Um, they make a stop at the Jersey barn barnyard, and I was gonna ask you, is this the same place that um, Zakela stopped at when they were coming to the no, barn? No, they went oh. to a lavender farm. Oh, okay, yes, that's true. Um, why were Jordan's shorts so little, and they look like swim shorts? I noticed that. I was like, what is that? What the? Anyway. Anyway, I also felt like um, there was no group text about like what everybody was wearing, like bows and this like beautiful white dress, and then like <laughs> someone else's another girl's in cutoff shorts and like a, a plaid shirt. I'm just like no group text about coordinating our level of dressiness. <laughs> Not that they needed to, but <laughs> everybody just wore what they were comfortable with. But still. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they needed to stop stopping at a farm. I'm not quite sure what Bao thought wearing white was the best choice, but hey. So Brett tells Ryan that the focus should be the way it was today. And I'm like, which was what? I don't know what they're for. Nothing changed. Did you notice a change in them? I didn't notice. And then they got to focus on someone else's drama. <laughs> <laughs> so. They say they will make the most of it, and he says it's the most relaxed day that he has had with Brett in a long time, and he's confident that they will keep that up, and Brett says they're on the same page. Okay. They're on the same page to get divorced in two weeks. <laughs> Johnny tells Bao that she seems at peace with nature, and he appreciated her going for everything this weekend, and it was nice to see. Um, Bao says they haven't been at their happiest, but she's still finding opportunities why johnny says to them like you, you know we're not lovey-dovey like the two couples and the camera pans to the happy couples but it's what works for them okay bow says the level one convo is working for them they're keeping it light-hearted and the code word we are on the same page is mentioned again <laughs> Bao says it's a great weekend and they really haven't argued because they're not interacting and that was how our episode ended the two of them again divorced too oh of course <laughs> so Tane who has your bouquet for the week alright my bouquet goes to Brett it goes to Brett because good on her for standing up for herself. Um, just her taking that stance of, no, I'm not okay with sleeping in the same bed and just taking control of the relationship because I'm not a fan of just always going at the man's pace. I like that. Who has yours? It's like no one really earned it, but I'll go ahead and give it to Bao uh, for her support role and for claiming that bedroom when it was offered. <laughs> no demurring, just being like, oh, you want to give us the bedroom? We'll take the bedroom. Um, and she tried to be a friend to Michaela before she stole her man. Um, <laughs> Should I cut that I really out? Want, I really wanted to give it to Merlin Gill, but I didn't. I think I gave it to them for the last three weeks because of that whole receive it and being honest thing. But yeah. So who has your burnt ashes? Oh, God. The only person that could get it this week. Michaela Iman Clark. <laughs> I love how you looked up her. I don't know her middle name or her last name until you say it on here. But you looked <laughs> it up to be like, I don't want to be here. I don't want my uh, words to be confused with any other Michaela. Just that one. <laughs> no, Zach did it once. And I thought it sounded good. He was like, Michaela Iman Clark. And I was like, that's such a cool name. But also, I feel like 
she deserved the gravity of what she brings to the show deserves her full name being said. So, <laughs> yes, I have no explanation. She gets my ashes. Same. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't, I, I, I don't, I... It's one thing to like look at a person with disapproval. I don't know what Michaela needs. I mean, a therapist, some anger management. There's just a lot going on there. But like, you cannot behave towards people that way. And I, I reiterate that I'm so glad that Zach left because I don't feel like he's physically safe with her. You start destroying stuff, and sometimes you next move on to people. I really feel that she blacks out too, which is the most dangerous because you're not cognizant of what you're doing. Man, this week, though. (laughs) (laughs) One day, we're going to have to do a bonus episode called Best Fights. (laughs) All right. That sounds good. Oh, We'll keep that in mind. We'll add it to the list. Okay. All right. So that's it for this week. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at AlterCallMAFS. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. Feel free to share your thoughts. We are available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for your support and for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen. And please give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate you and see you same time, same place next week. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.